Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts. Bless us, direct us, and send us out living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. Now this, this is a pulpit. (laughs) This is no mere lectern. There's room in here to get in some trouble. You can really tell some people where they're going in this pulpit. There's even a mini fridge down here. I've been reading a book, The Second Mountain by David Brooks. The premise and central metaphor is that the journey of life is two mountains. The first mountain is made of goals and achievements. We strive to graduate, to get a job, to find a spouse, to climb the ladder until we achieve what many in the world would define as success. Some of us don't reach the top of that first mountain, and some of us aren't blessed to even start climbing. But if you do reach the top of that first mountain, after you marvel and give thanks and enjoy the view for a while, you eventually notice a second mountain. The second mountain is larger, the second mountain is more substantial, and the second mountain isn't all about you. The second mountain is about community. The second mountain is about sacrifice. The second mountain is about wisdom, about living for the other rather than living for the self. The second mountain is about faith. The book is pretty good so far. I'll let you know when I finish. And yet contained in that book and interwoven in this metaphor of the two mountains is another image, another device, happiness and joy. We achieve happiness when we accomplish a goal, when we finish a degree, when we land that promotion, when our team wins the big game, something my wildcats have not done in quite some time. But joy, joy is something more, something transcendent. Joy is something of God. Joy is finally realizing that, as C.S. Lewis pointed out, the world is enchanted by a mystical force. When one is enchanted by joy, when one is captured by joy, when one is swept up in joy, you realize that there is more to life than the self, and that life is about welcoming the stranger 
about connecting with God and being the voice and hands of Christ in a world that is so desperately searching for joy. I believe Simon's mother-in-law could teach us a lot about joy. In today's gospel, after Jesus and his disciples leave the synagogue, they enter the house of Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever. And Jesus takes her by the hand and lifts her up. The fever left her, and she began to serve them. There are two key words in this passage, lift and serve. For they do not mean that Simon's mother-in-law merely got out of bed and then made Jesus and his friends a snack. The verb translated as lift can also mean rise, as in rise from the dead, as in resurrection. The same word used when Jesus himself conquers death on Easter morning. And after her recovery, what does Simon's mother-in-law do but serve? And her service is not merely menial tasks, but truly serving, serving Christ, serving her family and friends, serving her community. When Jesus heals this woman, she is not simply devoid of illness, but she is raised, raised to new life, raised to life in Christ. I am happy to be here this morning. I am thrilled to begin to gather in our new worship space, this chapel of the resurrection. I am excited to figure out how we will live in this space, what goes where, how things smell and work, how to pray, and praise and celebrate. I am overwhelmed with gratitude for all who gave to make this possible, and not only only for those who gave of their means, although we are very thankful and for that, and we could use a few more, hint, hint. But there are many who gave of their time and energy and expertise and process There are so many without whom this place would not stand if it were not for them. And thanks to them, I am so very happy this morning. And happiness is good. Happiness is positive. We should be happy and celebrate the accomplishment of this day for days and weeks and years to come. But in tandem with our happiness and our accomplishment. I pray that this day is also a launching pad towards that second mountain, towards joy and a resurrected life of real and impactful service. In the same way that the original chapel has been an incubator for so many ministries over the decades, from a day in the country to feeding thousands of people across Madison County every Christmas. I pray that our new space will connect even more people with God, will inspire even more sisters and brothers to a more intentional life with Christ, and will be a support to them in times of strife and need, 
and that the, and that the discipleship nurtured in this place will make our community and our world a better place. The prophet Isaiah sings to us today. He sings, lift up your eyes on high and see who created these. He who brings out their host and numbers them, calling them all by name, because he is great in strength, mighty in power, not one is missing. Today is a great day, a day of happiness and accomplishment, but it is also a day of great joy. I pray that you know both happiness and joy this day. And for all our days, may we gather here and be happy. And may we go forth from here and bring joy to the world. Amen.